Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Senor Nerd Podcast. And today I have with me Raul Ramon. Hey. Greetings. And today we're giving you a late night episode of Demon Slayer, specifically seasons one and two. And we're going to talk about how great this show is and how much we love it. But before we start, I want to ask Ramon a question. Ramon, if you could have more than one wife, how many would you have? Oh, my goodness. That's a trick question. I would have one, just one. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's not your question. Um, Interesting. That's a tough question. Oh, you're thinking know. about it, so your wife is not going to like the idea yeah, that you're thinking see, well, about it. Well, you asked the question, right? So now I got to but, 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 but it should have just been one wife, because that's, that that's my... You, you said if you could have more than one. So technically, <laughs> it's asking for more than one. I did say one in the beginning, but now, see, I retract my answer. I'm back to one. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so for me, that answer is also one, because I let's just say I only have the energy for one woman in my life, and two would just kill me. <laughs> uh, Bro, we all know you have a legendary stamina, so I don't need to ask you that question. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I hope you guys are excited because Demon Slayer is definitely, to me, one of the most amazing, mm-hmm. most funnest, one of the shows that I have so much fun just, uh, you know, watching it and enjoying it. Um, so we're here just, you know, have general thoughts on what we feel about it. Um, Ramon, Raul, I don't know which one of you want to start, but tell us why you love Demon Slayer. Honestly, I I will say it is the best looking anime that I've ever seen. I I don't think there's any anime that that's quite um, up to par with with Demon Slayer and the, and and how gorgeous it looks with the animation and then the the the, the style of the animation too. Um, and it, it just really reminds me of like the the Japanese style tattoos, uh. And, but like all the colors and and just how well they do everything with the breathing and it, it just it looks amazing and 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 even if it didn't have a great story like I would watch it just for the animation. But luckily, no, I, that's a great story. No, Amazing no, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I just watched the first five episodes today, man, and you're right. Like right away from the beginning, they hit you with some amazing, beautiful animation, and it never stops. And if anything, it keeps getting better. And they have already teased that season three is going to have some of the most craziest animation that you've ever seen so i can't wait for my eyes to fall out what wasn't the the uh, entertainment district the third season uh i mean you can call it because there's the mugen train i kind of like to feel like it's the second season because the mugen train was kind of a movie yeah yeah so i'm calling it the third season we'll see what it actually comes you know once it's uh comes out in april what the actual you know third i think it is actually third season, third season yeah because when I go and find animation, it tells, gives me the action for season one and season two in the district arc with season two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then so from and, and Hulu, it, it splits some. It splits the three up. Oh yeah, it does because the Mugen <laughs> train becomes like a whole like, like the season by itself. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. weird, but I mean, I hate how I have those shows like split them up weird. Yeah. But man, for me, I mean, I was ultimately gonna get to it, Carlos, but you wouldn't leave me alone <laughs> when you were watching it. <laughs> And I don't even remember what it, you could probably remember better. I was probably watching Naruto, like always, like trying to yeah. get through all that in the beginning. But I remember you were just kept on being like, dude, start watching Demon Slayer. Dude, start watching Demon Slayer. Man, the animations. Oh my God, start watching Demon Slayer. Dude, and... I, was, I, was, I was spoiling the district art for you. Like, I, I was sending you Snapchats of like the final battle with Tangan because and... I was like, dude, you got to see this. This is like some craziest, amazing shit. Like the craziest thing I've ever seen on screen. Oh my God. <laughs> well, well, being an artist myself, obviously like i love the animation like uh to begin with of just any anime but yeah like you're right you sent me a couple like little fight scenes and it didn't ruin anything because at that point i had no clue who anyone <laughs> was and i think by the time i finally got there i couldn't even remember the scene to begin with besides the flash of colors and the sword slashing and everything but no dude i definitely um you know when i did start watching demon slayer definitely i got sucked up by the story i think it was probably one of the most sincere stories that i heard um in any of the animes that i had just recently been watching um um, I feel like it was just kind of very wholesome um, and everything just came out of love and compassion. So I immediately fell in love with uh, Tanjiro and then that's it. Like all I had to do was meet him that first episode, him basically looking out after his siblings. And then, you know, after that tragedy, um, you know, from there, it's just kind of I was won over by his like ultimate um, mission to basically save his sister. So from there on, I was just like hooked into the story. And then obviously we're here now. Um, more to talk about. No, I, you know, I want to say that Tanjiro, just like Deku and Naruto, they all kind of share the same DNA, man. 
and they're protagonists that you fall in love with them immediately just because of how friendly, how cheerful they are. I mean, well, I told you guys, <laughs> yeah, because I just watched again the first season of um, Demon Slayer, and on episode one, when Tanjiro's going to the town, and he's just so friendly with everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody's asking for his help. You can tell there's a kid that everybody loves, and you know, clearly, I mean, we we know why because we've been following him. And I want to say, even though he does a lot of amazing things, he's never like somebody that I'm like. Oh my god, he looks amazing. He looks so crazy. He looks so cool. He kind of almost looks a little bit dorky, but man, like, don't let that dorkiness fool you, man, because this guy can bring it. <laughs> yeah, and I think they even gave him that like scar on his head, that birthmark, uh, mm-hmm. almost making it seem like that would be like you know a reason why he possibly could have gotten teased or something. But yeah, like you're right, little those scenes with him in the beginning and the villagers. Yeah, he was like a sweet, sweet guy. Yeah, yeah, and and. Uh, I'll say that that's that's definitely kind of like a, a different, or it's I'll say it's a little bit different. Like with with with, with like other main characters, you you do kind of see them be like either made fun of or ostracized or whatever. Whether whether it's like Asta from Black Clover or 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 a bunch of different characters, but like for off the, off like from the start, you you see like everyone is so nice to him because he's so nice to everybody. Uh, in return, um, yeah. and, and it, it's it's just I guess a very wholesome beginning, uh, which which makes the tragedy hit that much harder. <laughs> oh, dude. yeah. The, to my surprise, when I was kind of like I kind of forget sometimes about his siblings. Uh, so it was kind of nice today when I was watching the first episode and you get to see all of them. And then what really shocked me was that for some reason I always thought like Nesco was like maybe not not the youngest but maybe second youngest. But I actually think she's the second oldest because, um, you know, she's like, yeah, so that kind of surprised me. Cause I, and I guess it's the part that, you know, she's always drinking inside, sort of getting bigger. That's probably what led me to believe that she was a lot younger. But no, to my surprise, she was actually like the second oldest child. Yeah, I mean, that. I, I, oh, man, I, I just I didn't know what I was getting into it when I first started watching it. But yeah, like once you're stuck with seeing, you know, the or you don't see the demon. But once you see his family all like destroyed, like, first of all, you feel so bad for him because he purposely didn't make it home that night. Uh, well, not on purpose, but he couldn't make it home or he decided not to. And it was just ultimately a bad decision. And yeah, when, uh, when you met Nasuko and she was like also almost dead. And just the fact that he had one person out of his entire family still survive, like that, that was probably the reason why right away you felt for her too, because, you know, he was going to do everything in his power to bring her. And, and again, that was the story that kind of started it all. Cause then all of a sudden you're kind of in that same mindset with him to try to save her. But I- yeah, man. I was going to ask you guys, do you guys think Musan purposely converted her into a demon as a kind of like, like final F you to the family? Because, you know, again, Musan's the one that killed the whole family. And, you know, guys, you guys haven't seen much of him, but he's just one of those people that doesn't make mistakes and everything he does is very calculating. So I just tend to believe that he did that on purpose because I'm like, why else would she have, you know, uh, be, you know, how else would she have been? survive but yeah. still became a demon because i guess the way you become a demon is by getting some of their blood but i think it's i think musan purposely gave her some of his blood to be able for her to be able to become a demon well there's no yeah go ahead well it, that, that's kind of the thing that like he he kind of goes around and he, he he makes new demons exactly um and and I I still don't understand like his process of doing that, or, uh, but um, obviously I've I've only watched it. Uh, I haven't read any of the mangas, so I don't know kind of what what's gonna happen. Or so I, I don't really know him too much besides the fact that like he he just everything about him just oozes evil. So so I'm I'm sure it, it definitely could have been just like a fuck you to the family. Yeah. Uh, but but it, it also kind of seems that like everyone uh, all the demons that he turns are like. Are people that that are like pretty much soaked in tragedy. So so w- whether it's because he caused a tragedy or because th- their life has already been tragic, and and kind of in in evidence of the the last uh, episode of the pretty much pretty much every every demon that Tanjiro's kind of trying to like connect with at the end, you kind of see their their backstory and and you you see a, a lot of the fucked up shit that they end up going through. But in in this case with the uh, with uh nesuko it was it was him that caused the tragedy it was him that that ended up kind of killing everybody probably right in front of her i mean kind of left her alive to deal with it you bring up a good point because maybe that's why 
because he thought i mean she was the only one the last one left in in that house because tanjiro mm-hmm. wasn't there so maybe he did like kill everybody and he's getting to her and then he's like oh you're the last one let me make you into a demon because you're gonna you know try to really be vengeful about this whole tragedy not knowing that her older brother was still out in the world mm-hmm. um, that sounds good but i mean it definitely like as much as it, it has to have been on purpose you know, later in the in the show, right? He's always trying to like say how that was like, you know, it's a mistake that she's alive, that she shouldn't be alive because you know she's basically betraying the demons, and so he clearly doesn't want her alive eventually. Um, yeah. But yeah, maybe, maybe that's the reason why, Raul. Maybe that's well, yeah. Well, we know he's uh, definitely a fan of Michael Jackson, even though Michael Jackson <laughs> yes. had a around during yes. that time time period. But I know for a fact, I've you know I've actually read the manga, and I don't feel like I'm spoiling it anything for you guys. But we will see him at least, you know. From what I remember, he they'll show him turn two upper moons. Like he'll be the one that actually gives him the blood. And I'm referring to Upper Moon One and Upper Moon Three, um, Ak- Akasa. So yeah. we will get a little bit of that. But yeah, it's just like uh, you know, I'll nev- I, they never do show you a scene of him, you know, killing the family or converting Nesuko. So that's just something that I've always kind of wondered. Because again, I don't think the manga ever gave you an explanation for that. But man, they're like maybe it will at some point because the the, the manga is not done yet, right? It's done. It's done. It the manga is completely done. Mm-hmm. Like it finished. It finished a hundred percent. That sir. always excites me because that means near future soon ish. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's actually like only two hundred chapters, so it's not your longest manga from you know the ones I've read. So that's what I kind of like about, it, especially because like now I know the story how it wraps up. I can't wait for you guys to see some of this stuff, man. And Akasa's story to this day, anytime I think about it, like if I want to cry, like if I was an actor and I wanted to just tear up on the spot, I would just think about Akasa's backstory because if I try to even explain to you that, all of a sudden I would just be tearing up in tears. So. You know, I just can't wait for you guys to, like, get that. I know a lot of people right now hate him because he killed Rengoku. Oh, but trust yeah. me, guys, redemption or, you know, a little bit of understanding of that guy's coming. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess we can continue the story about it, like, that much. But, um, and then, like, your next thing becomes that, like, when you find out that Nasuko like, is still alive. Um, and then she's trying to attack Tanjiro. And then eventually, what's his name? Um, Gaiyu? Giyu. Like, yeah, shows up to, like, kind of stop the whole situation. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of, like, where another part that got intriguing right away from first episode one is the fact that, you know, clearly there's this whole, like, save her, do not save her. Like, do we kill her, not kill her? Um, And then you see Tanjiro's, like, kind of, like, will to kind of figure out how to turn her back. Yeah. And I, and I've gone out of my way to like kind of get an understanding of who's the strongest pillar and yeah. uh, Hashira and Giro Giro what it was sorry um, Giyu. Giyu, to my understanding is not even like one of the top strongest ones but him from episode one and then from what we see later on in the first season like he to me is so cool and I think I love him just because he kind of reminds me of Sasuke. Uh, and, you know, it's kind of crazy because I don't even think Sasuke is like, oh, you think this is, like, the strongest guy? But I think even later on, he'll just say, like, you know, I'm not the strongest. And, you know, I have doubt about my ability. So I do like about the guy, that about the guy. Um, but he's definitely, for me, one of my favorite pillars, um, for sure. And he definitely sets up Tanjiro to be able to do what he gets to do, right? Because he takes him to his old instructor, his old uh, teacher. Yes, um, sensei. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember his name, but yeah, we'll remember it later. But yeah, and then that's how the whole journey of Tanjiro becoming a demon slayer to have the ability to ultimately possibly save Nesuko. Um, so that's pretty cool that Giyu was kind of like that I, that initial pillar that we met. And then he ultimately kind of became like that big brother, which, again, that's always another great kind of character role that people get to play. And I think he, he does a good job throughout because I think he's like the number one person defending them like throughout the process as they do meet the other hashiras and they meet their their leader and all this stuff so he was a pretty cool guy to kind of see around like definitely look badass without seeing too much so no definitely because i think some of the pillars if they had been in the same situation as Uh. like they would have just easily killed nesuko and they wouldn't have cared um so we definitely have to be thank him for the fact that we have a show because he made the right decision um you know something that you know, as I was watching this show, um, the first few episodes again, even though there's crazy demons and there's all this crazy stuff, the one part that really surprised me is the fact that Tanjiro spent six months training with some ghost children in the forest. Oh, yeah. and, he, and he never 
realized that they were actually like not there. And I'm like, okay, like I could believe maybe a weekend, but the whole six months, and maybe that just tells you that he was going crazy while he was training. Uh, but then you're led to believe that all, all that did happen. So it's just it's a little bit crazy when I think about it. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I guess you're right. Cause like, well, we wouldn't have known as the viewers, right? Cause we thought they were alive too. And then when it gets to that final point where they tell you that they're not alive and then, yeah, I guess thinking about it, it's kind of a funny thought right that of him just practicing alone and alone and talking to himself and then you know he's a little crazy but he got there i mean that that scene where he split the boulder was like awesome freaking, hell yeah freaking awesome dude and i know you have a figure of sabito i think that's the the fox one uh so i gotta like i immediately put one in my cart for the amazon because he's just so cool man uh and again a lot of people in this show are cool but they don't live very <laughs> they don't live very long after they're introduced so it kind of sucks a little um but do you guys have anything, any favorite moments in the show that you guys maybe want to talk about? Like maybe some experiences like Ramon, you definitely hadn't watched this movie. You had not been watching this show when the Mugen Train came out. But, dude, the Mugen Train, I have a story for that one because that was just awesome. But wow. any experiences? Well, I'm going to let you get there. And I don't want to be um, Raul because I guess it's been <laughs> a whole lot of back and forth. But honestly, one of my favorite, favorite parts, at least for that first season, was when they're fighting the Spider Family. Uh, oh, yeah. with that one mm-hmm. upper, or with that one, uh, also one of the, the uppers, upper demons, 12, being the, yeah, yeah, being, being the, the kid. But that scene where Tanjiro decapitates his mother or his quote unquote mother mm-hmm. was so freaking beautiful because you see that, right? You know, like he's gonna kill her. And at that last moment, there's like that kind of like very slow motion animation where she is thinking of like, you know, basically trying to redeem herself. Like she knew she messed up. She knew kind of like, you know, she got led into that life that she didn't necessarily want. Um, and he allowed her to be redeemed in ways, right? So he goes to Slasher and animation was so beautiful when he kind of swings that katana across the neck because instead of like blood and splatter and stuff like that, it wasn't like water and flowers or something like that. It was like such a beautiful scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was still dead, you know? So it was still like, he was still decapitating her, but the way they did that, the animation, the way they interpreted that moment of him giving her peace was freaking beautiful. And I think that was definitely one of my favorite parts in that first season altogether. I mean, that that, that moment to me was just like beautiful. Yeah, and, and the, the relief that, that she had too. Oh yeah. Of, of like not being around him because you could tell that that it was like such an abusive situation. Yeah. And 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 kind of just like not having to deal with it anymore. It was, no, it was, it was beautiful. Yeah, like you know, for me, it was for sure a surprise when you find out that the little kid Rui was actually like running everything, and he was the one creating the demons because he wanted to have a family. So that was very fun when you like get mm-hmm. to the point where you know Tanjiro kills the mom, and you think maybe like I I think after that point when I was watching it, I thought that the one in charge was the big muscle spider. Oh, um, the dad. Yeah, the quote, and I guess it just kind of the show was kind of letting you to believe he was, but in reality, it was actually like Rui, the little kid. Yeah, <laughs> and dude, his mm-hmm. his backstory was super sad too, and that's what I like about the show that even though you're rooting for the main characters, every time they slay a demon and he cuts one of their heads off, they always show you like a backstory of them, or they start actually feeling like emotions, and they're kind of like, oh, I don't, I didn't remember, but I used to have a brother. How did I forget I had a brother? And they start crying, and then Tanjiro is always there to like consult them and tell them like everything will be okay, or, or and then you start crying. <laughs> <laughs> so... So I like that about that, because what other show is doing that? I mean, Naruto's not going around beating people and then kind of giving them a prayer, like... <laughs> no, 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 but but, but, but with, with with that one, you kind of do get to, to know the, like, other antagonists or the, the villains or whatever, because, like, like, in the beginning with Gara, you thought everything was Gara, and then even even with, like, uh, with uh, Obito or or, oh, or, yeah. or, or, or even Pain, and all that stuff, you, you get to like understand why they're doing what they're doing. You, you you don't necessarily feel the sympathy that you do in Demon Slayer because Demon Slayer kind of takes it to a new level. Yeah. Because you 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 feel for them. Like it's not just like oh I understand them. It's like you feel bad for them. Yeah. And 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 you understand like why they became evil, um or or became demons or and and kind of all that stuff. But like it it's all kind of in. I don't know. I, I feel kind of like Demon Slayer is all like a big kind of uh, 
allegory for like mental health issues and, and trauma. <laughs> I mean, oh God, well, <laughs> I never thought about that. Like now you're gonna have me thinking. <laughs> but but even what you were saying, Raul, like definitely you're right. Like in Naruto, those characters were definitely that kind of story of like where you fight mm-hmm. them first and then you find out their backstory. Uh, the only difference is that Demon Slayer was decapitating them. So you know they they, they, they didn't stay alive to kind of re- reclaim their friendship yeah. or or become part of the leaf yeah. village camaraderie like you know yeah. club, um, which I. I think that's beautiful man i, I think mm-hmm. i even recommended the show to my goddaughter my my niece i just like you know like she, she was like probably like eight or something and and no matter how violent it is i think i was still like you gotta watch this because i think of just that like and i remember you carlos also telling me the, that part about it that you were like oh man i just love that every time you get to the end and you know they go to kill one of the demons they they basically make you feel for him by telling him the story and mm-hmm. i think that's probably like when we talk about like shows that give you lessons and you learn things about them um that's part of the lesson right you learn to appreciate like family members yeah. like siblings stuff like that yeah. or deaths and I mean, throughout the whole thing, Tanjiro has a very hard thing to do, man. He has to keep Nesiko from ever oh. fighting somebody or killing oh, somebody. God. Because the moment, it is kind of like right in the beginning, they tell you, like, the moment she is responsible for killing a human being, Nes- um, Ta- Tanjiro has to, like, decapitate her, kill her, and then he has to, like, kill himself. So it's like the moment she hurts another human being, like, um, Tanjiro has to, like, kill himself and kill his sister. So those are very high stakes, if you ask me. You know, the idea of controlling mm-hmm. this sister of you that again she loves you but it's just she has these instincts that she really can't control so i love that about the show and it does to me add like really really high stakes and i think we're gonna see some of that in season three so i can't wait for that yeah yeah and 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 it's cool to kind of see her progression and and then just just how different she is because like the 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 demons that they they all get stronger from killing people um yeah so so the, the more people they kill the stronger they get but with Nezuko, it's kind of it's weird because it seems like she either gets stronger from sleeping or, or 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 it's still kind of like not really all the way out there exactly how she's getting stronger. Yeah. Whether it's that or, or or some other combination of things or whatever, because she is getting stronger and then her her blood art thing, um, is is kind of developing throughout the the, the seasons and and the show, um, and, and to the point where like she's kind of using it kind of like. As anti-demon, <laughs> yeah, yeah, powers, and then and then she's doing it to kind of like help people, which which is yep. completely weird, and it's freaking everybody out because they don't understand like one how she's not biting people, or or, or the, even though you do get the glimpses of her like bloodlust, but but you she she's able to control it somehow, whether it's because of Tanjiro or or because of her her own like strength. Yeah, because like I was gonna, sorry, I was just gonna say like Nesuko is very loved by everybody, and mm-hmm. I also do mimic that like that whole like, hey, we gotta take care of her. She's you know she's adorable, she's cute, she can be strong when she can be strong. So I like the fans that do look at her as somebody that's like, oh, I like her, and she keeps me watching the show. The fans that I don't like are the fans that kind of take it to another level and kind of treat her more like um like a sexual thing, and I don't understand Dude, that. Dude, is this like fifteen? It, it's 14? so weird, man, and I I don't I don't. Yeah, I don't want to talk too much on <laughs> yeah, it, I but I know I know a lot of people were very happy when in the second season she kind of like develops and gets older, <laughs> and it's like that doesn't make it okay. Like the idea that, that no, this no, no, younger no. girl all of a sudden like turn into a woman to be stronger. Like I think you guys totally missed the point about that. But again, I do say like Nesuko is a great character, and I you know again mm-hmm. I do love her. I love the fact that she's always defending Tanjiro, and I could probably sit here and talk to you guys for about thirty minutes. Why why she's such a cool character? Yeah, even though she doesn't yeah. talk. <laughs> and, and it's funny because that's a joke. I I was gonna comment the whole fact when when she yeah becomes to that next power uh next stage of power and she grows that horn and she does develop more maturely it didn't make, even make sense to me either i'm like how's that a power up like that's <laughs> kind of like to and, and this is an anime that already from someone that you know kind of again is still new to, like new to them in general but like this one's like great like as far as like keeping the the sexualization of like oh, characters yeah. down to like you know there's only a couple characters that I you was gonna use, yeah <laughs> but but i mean but in general like that's still more toned down than other animes and we all know that right but yeah when, when it's like i feel like i don't know when's the first time we saw her using like a, a 
power of hers. What's it? Oh, with what's it with um with the spider thing? Too. Yeah, yeah, because she she catches the, the spider webs on flame. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. So yeah, I mean, like as you start seeing her, that was I think another great part of the show is like as you were learning that not only was she like a demon, but then ultimately she was gaining powers as well without having to attack people uh, was great. Cause you saw that. And then ultimately later you see her like kicking, decapitating people by kicking them. Like she's she, doing some crazy, crazy she, stuff. She, she like, does. She does that in the second episode when she decapitates yeah. a demon. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Super so strong. I think, yeah. She's definitely a powerful ally. And I think, She's one of the reasons why Tanjiro is still alive because there's moments where she oh, still yeah. the re- rescues him. Um, I think the one character that you were referring to, we haven't really talked about his, uh, the other two companions in this oh, journey. Mitsuri. that uh, Tanjiro, uh, Senetsu. Um, yeah. you know, Senetsu's kind of oh, like the, yeah. the, the, so the many people hate him. <laughs> he's, he's, the, he's the Sanji of, um, of this, of this show. Sanji? I, I like Sanji. Yeah. But I mean, Senetsu's like the same way, like very, um, um yeah. Corny about. Yeah. Tony about women and chases women. And I'm one of those people that I did find him very annoying, but I cannot deny that he has massive, like, mad skills when it comes to just, like, the one ability he's able to do. He's asleep. <laughs> Yo, I'm surprised we haven't gotten to these guys sooner. I'm like, as soon as you said, yeah, Sinitu, like, like, we haven't talked about Sanito, like Sanito, like that's crazy. No, he he was definitely annoying. I'm not. There's no one that can say that they weren't annoyed by him at least in the first few episodes or a bunch of episodes. Um, especially with his obsession over uh, freaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then but but then after that, yeah, like I think when you see the story about how he came to be, as far as like his golden yellow hair when he gets struck by lightning but then yeah <laughs> which makes it even funnier too um but then yeah that whole thing with the one freaking breathing technique that he has down but i mean obviously later on in season two we see how crazy he can get well even season one when they're finding yeah, the, the one. Yeah. spider family see and that's what i'm saying like it, it's just it always feels great seeing them do something again because it's not and for him it was the same technique but even season two when he did it again it was still pretty crazy when they're you know mm-hmm. doing their stuff but yeah he, he was pretty fun a little annoying in the beginning but pretty fun yeah, well, yeah because uh, well he, he gets kind of annoying all throughout the, <laughs> the the show but he he, he gets better and, and more tolerable like you yeah. said when he's asleep <laughs> And, yeah. and, and it's funny because like there's not really a lightning pillar or that's what i'm going to call it so it's just like i think he is supposed to like eventually maybe become that which i mean if he learned some more techniques which i don't know if he would be able to because um i think his master is not no longer with us uh but but i like him man if anything the one i'm not a fan of inosuke like him i do not enjoy at all I, I think he's funny that he's a beautiful young man <laughs> i don't know that and I like that twist of life because feminine features. Yeah, <laughs> sexualizing characters now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I am, I am. Uh, but but he is very uh, beautiful. But everything else about him, I do not, I do not like him. I do not ever anticipate for him to come in and save the day. Um, I don't even know why he's uh, in the Demon Slayer because he actually never took the test. He never trained with any teachers. He doesn't know any kind of like besides whatever he's made up. So. I'm just saying, like, to me, he's just the one character that I could do without. Um, but, I mean, he has his few little moments, but I just kind of, like, again, I'm putting it out there, like, I'm not a fan of him too much. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I guess the thing with him is probably just he's the wild card in the team. Like, he's the one that, you know, obviously, like, brute strength, um, thinks he's super powerful. I think you, you always sometimes need someone overconfident to really kind of, like, throw, like, that wrench in the wheel and then, you know... I, I think the the scene where freaking um, Tanjiro headbutts him and knocks him out, and obviously we're learning that Tanjiro's head is freaking strong as heck. But I don't know, it puts him in this place, and then obviously then it makes him more of the character of like the little annoying brother that wants to be better than Tanjiro. Um, and I feel like that's what he becomes like ultimately. But yeah, he was kind of like really abrasive in the beginning too, where he was he, just he, kind of like annoying as well. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Because his whole deal is that he was raised in the wild. So all of a sudden, like he can manipulate his body in weird ways. So move his or- organs around. Ooh. And it's just like, okay, like that's, you guys are totally just making up stuff for him. So yeah. But, yeah. yeah I, I think the, the whole point of, of him is, is so like every anime, whether it's the main character or or or, or one of the main characters, kind of needs like a little bit of chaos. Whether it's whether it's like like I said, either the main character himself or or in in this case, I think he's he's the one that is supposed to add a little bit of chaos to 
for like uh, entertainment purposes and to to make it like a little bit harder to to do because it like it, it would be i guess a more boring of a show if, if if everything kind of went according to plan but whenever you have those characters that that bring the chaos that are more impulsive and stuff like that kind of add i guess more spice to to show so so i think that's the, the whole point of, of having that type of character in there well, but like Tanjiro, the reason why I love him is because this sort is always training, always thinking about how mm-hmm. can I get stronger. And like right away from the beginning, they almost tell you like you'll never become anything more than like normal because like even with his blade, he gets like a normal black blade, even though there was expectation that his blade could turn red. Um, so it's just like Tanjiro has this will, and I think his will of like pushing forward is what's making him such a strong character. And I love that about him. I love the fact that you got this kid that everybody tells him like, oh, you're not even meant to be that strong, but he just keeps pushing, keeps like being positive, keeps outsmarting people. And I like that about him. He just makes me like be on his team, uh, team Tanjiro the whole way. All right, Carlos, you ready for this? I'm going to lead you up to the Mugen train. But no, yeah, so then, which, yeah, him being that awesome makes Rengoku even better because then once they get to to where all the Hashiras are at and they're meeting them and then, you know, they're um, Giyu's basically staking his claim as to why he believes in them and he they should give him a chance. And then, you know, ultimately they get paired up with Rengoku. And I feel like before you get to elaborate on the hell story, like I love that Tanjiro ultimately is so excited to work with Rengoku because he wants to learn with him. Um, he wants to experience that. And then for the little bit that we kind of had that experience, it was great, man. It was very like great to see like one super powerful Hashira and then Tanjiro just really idolizing him. So that was great. But all right, man, do it to us. Talk about well, it. <laughs> I mean, all I really was going to say, man, is like the yeah. one thing I love about the first Demon Slayer movie, and this is something that Ramon, as you watch other anime movies, you'll learn. Normally, whatever happens in those movies never actually affect the story or are, you're never led to believe that it actually happened when it, you know, you're looking back at the actual show. Yeah. So Mugen Train right off the back, it established it is a continuation of the first season, which like, I love nice. that about it. I love the fact that they did that. Animes should do that more often. I think even Dragon Ball Super has been doing it in the last two movies, so I like that about that. Um, which kind of makes me a little bit sad that the latest movie people are kind of been upset about the fact that it's like nothing really new happened in it, and it was just kind of like a recap of the last two episodes and then a brand new episode, which kind of sucks because it does feel like a money grab. So hopefully they learn from the mistake and they can kind of do another great movie like Mugen Train. Because, um, dude, let me tell you, the first time I went to see this, it was me, Tony, and my other friend George. And Tony has never seen this anime. George was familiar with it. And when we sat down in the movie theater and we started watching this thing, dude, I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little bit nervous because I think the first few minutes of it, they're a little bit silly, especially when it goes to like Senitsu and going to his dream. But man, dude, I would be lying to you if I didn't tell you that by the end of the movie, we couldn't even look at each other because we were crying for this man that we had only met <laughs> like 60 minutes ago. And just the idea of like meeting a character and falling with him immediately. And then all of a sudden he's taken away. It's like, it was just so sad, man. Um, and that, that was just kind of like my experience with him. If you ever want to see a thirty-five-year-old man cry like that, that was the one, or that was the one time that you, you know, you could have caught me in theaters crying for this uh, Rengoku. <laughs> yeah, and, and well, I, I, I sadly didn't see it in theaters. I, I kind of wish I, I had. Um, I, I ended up um, seeing it after, but like I totally get it. Um, the, the the whole Mugen train and the story with there, and, and then. Um, with uh, with the the, the flame of Hashira, it was fun. It, it was intense and and it was crazy. And you you definitely do get super attached right away. Um, and 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 yeah, it's super emotional at the end. With, but like, I, I think that's also like the the voice acting is really really good too. And and actually, it's it's really good in in Japanese and in English. because yeah. because um, I've I've seen it in both. Um, well, go ahead. No, because one of the things that like had me worry that like i'm like oh my god what did i bring my friends into is because the demon that you're led to believe is actually the main bad guy in the movie uh his name is en- enmu the one that controls the dreams he was just so terrible man like i did not <laughs> like him at all i was mm-hmm. like oh my god this guy's talking like michael jackson not only does musan look like michael jackson now this guy's actually talking to michael jackson mm-hmm. so that has to be like something with the creator purposely doing that to us but, um, you know, thankfully, by the time you think the movie's about to end, you get a nice little surprise. And that, to me, like, that's saved. Oh, your favorite 100%. demon. 
Um, I mean, he's only my favorite because, again, I know his backstory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, I mean, that was great when I finally got to it. And again, also, I didn't get to watch it in movie theaters, but um, definitely watching even on TV. Like I was finally getting to those parts that you were talking about with the animation, because if the animation was good in the first season where it was, you know, it's obviously a very well drawn anime and you could tell they spent a lot of time. That freaking intro, all of the Mugen train alone with the the demon once it consumes the train and is mm-hmm. using the train, like yeah, it's just it was really trippy. It was really good. Like when the fights were going on, like it was just like a freaking dance of action and demon appendages and and swords mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it was beautiful. But yeah, like you get attached to the story just because, like I was saying that Tanjiro gets like attached to Rengoku right off the back. And I think that attachment is what makes us attached because he's like analyzing in him. You're seeing this guy who's like, thinks everything's tasty. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I'm like, I'm like, please can give us that. Uh, <laughs> that tasty. Yeah. No, he was great, man. But I, I just, yeah, it's super, super sad when it gets to the very end. Um, I mean, but... even his, his look is a little bit ridiculous. If I'm being honest, oh, fire. Uh, it kind of looks like that flavored town. <laughs> Cook or chef from <laughs> guy, guy, uh, guy Fury or Guy Wilson? Guy, guy Fury, yeah, yeah, okay. with his shirts and his little <laughs> visors and glasses, yeah. But man, can Ren Goku fight, man? And I think even, um, you know, as we get to like the next season and you meet Tengen, um, you know, he oh, makes yeah, it yeah. a point, he makes it a point to say, like, he was he's not even close to be as strong as Ren Goku. And I think if I had to like rank Rengoku as far as like, I forget how many players there are, if it's like 10 of them, I think he's almost like the top three. And that's how strong he was, man. And for him to get taken down, it was just kind of like crazy because it's just like, damn, if this guy couldn't be, be like an upper three um, demon, like who is? <laughs> yeah. 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 And then um, kind of off of that, um, they, they, because well, I, I, I just rewatched the, the last episode too. Um, and then they they made such a big deal of the fact that that like in in the entertainment district arc that that they de- defeated at number six and it was like such a big deal it kind of made it seem that the either way that that the, the upper demons were that much stronger than the the Hashira even yeah because yeah, I think one of the reasons why they Tengen says that he's not as strong is because he technically didn't train like them he trained more in the ninja ways. So oh, he's yeah, not he's, a, that's that's why his weapon's not a sword because he doesn't have any skills with a sword and that's why he has those other oh, cooler which I think are a lot cooler if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that's like his whole reason why it's like, oh I'm not I'll never be a great um pillar because like I just don't have that skill. Like my skills are more than being sneaky and fast. Yeah, he was a shinobi with the shinobi wife. Uh, that you know, wives. yeah, that they were basically like, yeah, that was that was a great story too. But no, yeah, I mean, um, just for the end of the Mugen Train, I think the last thing that I wanted to touch on was just yeah, that that scene where um your boy Akaza um kills him, like stabs him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically the end of that, but you know, there you have Tanjiro who's devastated by, there you go, <laughs> who's, who's that, de- if you guys can't, well, if you guys, if you're not watching us while listening to us on Spotify, Carlos is showing off his, uh, his little figure collection with he's you could tell who he's obsessed over. <laughs> well, I just know that this guy will protect my wife and daughter if something ever happens to me. So that's why I keep him here. <laughs> there you go. And he's not talking about Rengoku. I'm not going to run all the way downstairs. I have Rengoku. I'll fight you. <laughs> You know, I know who loses <laughs> sadness, but yeah, but no, no, yeah. I mean, like Tanjiro throwing, like, what does he do at the end? As Akasa is like running away, he throws like the, the, sword. the sword, right? And it's, just, I mean, he doesn't get to kill him, but it's just like, oh, whatever he, I forget right now, obviously, because I haven't seen this in a while, but he yells basically saying that I'm going to get you for this. Like, you know, how did you, you know, how could you do this for the whole killing Ren Goku? And then, man, I just, yeah, I was, I was crying from the moment that he dies all the way through that part. Oh my God. When, <laughs> when, his, when his mom showed up, I'm like, oh, why are you guys, man. Yeah. I'm like, why are you guys doing this to me? Yeah. Uh, no, um, you know, let's, let's talk about the disregard. Cause I mean, that was only 12 episodes, but I think 12 episodes, wow. but it was a really great, was um, super great, packed. Super packed. Uh, and you know, if, again, Ramon kind of like, you know, talked about it, but if you are enjoying what we're saying, you know, I just kind of want to keep saying like, please follow us. You know, if you, 
are following us, please give us a review. That would help out a lot. You know, guys, I didn't know if I told you this, but my mom finally put her foot down and she said that she would not longer create fake email accounts so she could give me fake reviews on Spotify. <laughs> so, so, so we can no longer count on my mom to give us these five stars. So I really need our fans or the people listening to us give us those five stars. So again, if you're enjoying this, please give us a five stars rating because that would mean a lot to us. I didn't and even what? know that she knew how to use an email. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, she's going to kick Carlos out of the house. JK, JK. <laughs> out of his own house. Oh, God. <laughs> She didn't hear that, but uh, <laughs> Mom, um, the meatloaf. No, but, but now, but now that we're uh, talking about the district arc, let's Raul, you're gonna give us the full background story on Tangent's mice and how they came about and how they became so buff and talk about like their workout routine. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, it starts off with the band's breakfast. Not <laughs> A hearty those, breakfast. Those, those, those smiles totally caught me off surprise when they like showed up. I'm like, I'm like, does this even like I'm not trying to even explain like the idea of like really strong mice uh that Tengen has, but it was just uh it's just pretty funny. <laughs> the show needs more of that. Oh yeah. So yeah. some athletic type animals. <laughs> <laughs> um but but what did you guys think about Tang in the first time you see him? I know in the first few episodes he's a little controversial because he's grabbing little girls and slapping them in the butts. But uh, <laughs> I overall thought he was just like the coolest man. Like like I was about to like I don't know what I was about to do, but I, I fell in love with them. <laughs> I guess I didn't I didn't know what to expect from him because of all the bling that he has around his mm-hmm. like headgear, um, his earrings, or I guess whatever dingles off his like um headgear, um, and, and then. The face. Yeah, the, the face. He was really, face. yeah, he looked really cool. He looked a little, not eccentric, but maybe like he was just kind of like, you know, he looked like he was like the, the artist type or musician mm-hmm. type or like pretty boy slash like rich. And, you know, I just, I, I, it's not that I didn't have a lot of hope because obviously by this point we know that the Hashira are like elite demon slayers, but it's like, I, I just kind of was really interested in his story. And I think once you find out the, the thing about his wives and they're part of a shinobi clan and just that whole story in general, like puts him into another perspective. But then nothing beats when he's actually fighting, which, you know, that's kind of later on. But I don't know. I really like following him around, like, as Tanjiro and them. Um, I mean, he was definitely a different type. You know, he like, when Goku was very, like, he you know, he wasn't, like, super serious, but he was definitely more of a composed. Yeah, c- c- wholesome, composed. Um, mm-hmm. And then this guy, Discipline, man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy was more yeah. like, let's party. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, for anybody that doesn't, like, I mean, I'm sure you guys all watch the show, but I mean, the reason why he was so out there was because he had siblings and they all had died. So he wanted to actually, like, live three times as hard because of all the siblings uh, he had yeah. lost. So I really liked that because it really did put him into perspective. But I could understand why the Upper Moon um, Six hated him because he was just such a beautiful man. And, like, even when you get that introduction of, uh, I think it's his name is um, Daki. He's just like right away, like hates him. He's like, you're so beautiful. You're so handsome. And then when he tells him, oh, I have three wives, he just like gets completely pissed off at him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll say with, with this whole arc, it it, it, it was interesting, I guess, <laughs> it, for, for lack of a better word, of, of how it, it kind of, depicts like some of the more uh, scandalous parts of like history um because it has like this whole like prostitution district mm-hmm. uh, the, the red light district um and then kind of how how the whole system worked of 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 girls pretty much like or or if they were like in certain situations or if they were born into it they they're going to become uh prostitutes and then and even it, it goes to the point where I, I think like at 13, they start working and stuff like that. And, and like so many, like, I guess fucked up things, but for their time that, that was the norm. That was yeah. what was expected. And it was perfectly normal for, for like a grown ass man to like ask for like a 13 year old girl. Yeah. Um, no, and, and I don't know. It, it was, it was just interesting and conflicting and, and but it, but it's part of history because it, it it wasn't just in Japan it was kind of all over the world that, that was that was a thing. Yeah, I mean, if anybody wants to see like a good movie depicting that whole period, feel free to watch um, Memoirs of a Geisha because that would definitely tell you what it felt like to live around that time period. 
Um, but no, I, I agree with you, Ro. Like, you know, the environment was different than what we got before. Even by the end of the, mo- like the, end of the season, like the, that whole area ended up pretty much being destroyed, um, at least, you know, a portion of it. So that was kind of mm-hmm. crazy because uh, Daki just has some crazy abilities. And oh, God. like to, like to yeah. me, even though he was just, he was only an upper six, man, to me, he felt like he could have easily been upper four moons, especially because of the criteria that you needed to kill him. To me, it felt very complicated, but they were able to pull it off. Yeah, because there's four of them. <laughs> like a Hashiran, three super pretty strong normal Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, the idea of having to kill his sister and yeah. him decapitate them at the same time, I mean, mm-hmm. what are the odds or the chances? I mean, they yeah. probably were got too confident on that. Yeah, and they were both like pretty strong because as it was, it was super hard to cut off her head because they did it once, but it wasn't at the same time as the brother. And then yeah. the, the brother is just like super fucking lethal, and it was like almost impossible to to even get to the point where where you, you got through half of his head. Yeah. No, wait, I, wait, I, what, wait. Uh, oh, okay. The guy demon was Gut. How do you say his name? Gut. Becky. No, Daki's the girl. Apparently. Oh, Daki's the girl. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's something my... I haven't seen it yeah. in so long that I'm like pulling it up just to make sure that. Because, yeah, I was I was confused, but I couldn't remember his name or her name, and then it just turned out to be his name. But, like, man, did that that was even just in general. Dude, you know what we didn't even talk about real quick is how the uh, freaking Tanjiro and Nasuke and Sanito had to dress up his little game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had, they had to drag. They had to drag. Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally forgot about that. And that was a pretty funny uh, pretty funny kind of little scene, dude, because <laughs> in order to infiltrate and try to find freaking uh, the wives, um, you know, that's how we get into that whole situation. But, man, yeah, th- those demons were pretty cool I, I definitely like when you saw the brother uh i think that was something that i didn't expect um she was already mm-hmm. doing an awesome job fighting and i know with her like uh yeah. yeah with with like her yeah. the, you know the, 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 the demon part thing. yeah yeah the ribbon part that came out and stuff like that but then you know once she couldn't win and then she summons the brother because well, well tanking comes out of nowhere and like decapitates her oh, like yeah, an yeah yeah and then yeah. her head falls off, and then Tengen's like, you're not an upper six. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. I don't need to talk to you. And then that's when the brother comes up. And, like, I think that's when I started reading the manga, man, because I'm like, dude, this is crazy. Like, to me, that was, like, so unexpected, the idea of, like, somebody else living in her body. <laughs> and he was cool. Like, he had the sickles with blood and, like, carnage all over His them. Blood and, art, yeah. And, you know, of course, he, he was, like, wasn't his story, too, that he was, like, an ugly kid. And yeah. everybody hated him because he was ugly and basically wants a sister came into the picture oh, yeah. that's when when he basically like everything started getting better for him which ultimately when she dies that's clearly what caused him to go on to like the rampage that ultimately got him to the situation but yeah, yeah. i mean his abilities and stuff like both of them fighting together and like you said because they were taking them on in two different parts at two different times but like i think both those scenes had like amazing amazing parts no um you know and i don't know if i'm kind of taking the story a bit of it back but i just want to make sure that you know i'm touching on characters that you know, we haven't talked about before we're done with this review. But what do you guys think about the leader of the, the pillars, the Hashiras? Like, what do you think well, about him? The blind him? guy? The blind guy. Because right now, you guys, to my understanding, you guys don't really know anything about him. Other no. Than he's a leader. Like, do you guys have any theories? I would love to, like, kind of hear them out. Isn't he, like, a descendant of somebody? Or 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 doesn't he have, like, important ancestors or something of some kind? Which I mean, is why he's in, in the position that he's in. I mean, Carlo, I know Carlo. I mean, so. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't, yeah. Ask, don't ask me because I'll tell you that hundred percent, like what it is. But like, I'm asking both of you, like, if you I guys mean, know. I think it would be a spoiler for everybody. But no, I'm, I'm kind of also guessing the same thing too because he is such a mystery now, and I'm like, I don't know, just thinking of the different factions right you have like the demon slayers and then you have your demons like i feel like it's someone related to mr elvis uh not get to the head mr. Uh, elvis? mr elvis michael, I mean, jackson. michael jackson see same inspiration <laughs> but no, no, yeah, yeah. Um, how he's possibly related to him how he is i don't know I yeah mean, um so i mean carlos you can be like warmer warmer not kidding <laughs> no i mean for me when i first because there's like a mystery to him and you're kind of thinking like why is this man sick or why does everybody love him so much yeah because yeah, um, everyone respects him like so much yeah and, like a lot and, like yeah in a way that they kind of re- revere him too is not just like respect it's like like admiration 
Yeah, and I mean, for me, for somebody to have that much respect for him also makes me feel like he's somebody that you should fear. So that's mm -hmm. one of the things that, like, to me, kind of still wondering, especially because to me, he brings, like, these creepy vibes. So I'm wondering, like, I'm just like you guys. Like, I want to see how they develop him or what they show about him. But, no, he's definitely, like, that mysterious figure right now. But, I, yeah, like, uh, I can't wait for you guys to, like, know more about his whole or ordeal. It's a Musan's twin brother. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I always think everybody's a twin is someone because this makes the story so much better. You're like, what? I didn't even know I had a twin brother. But yeah, no. I could see it. And, and I, I wonder if it was him that, that like, caused his illness or, or 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 whatever, or, like, scarred him or whatever happened. They, they, they must have fought at some point, yeah. uh, and, which caused him to be in that situation. Yeah, and, I mean, in the first few episodes, they say the demon corpse operates like outside the government but i have to believe that the government knows that there's demons right like and they let them operate maybe because they're the best equipped to actually handle these demons and mm -hmm. they're like well you know you guys have been doing a great job so let's just keep you guys doing your own thing but like i mean like the idea that the government doesn't know about demons like i don't believe that for a second i think just the government lets them operate without any problems yeah. Well, they have to know because the general population knows that there's demons. I mean, not like proven, not but like, like, yeah, yeah, not like proven, but like they all believe or some believe in demons because yeah. even that was like a part of it, too. Where they're like, people do. Oh, wait, demons really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's the stories going around and the people yeah. do believe in them. Um, the, so not not the, not legends. Counting the legends, um, not counting the Mugen train. What's your favorite part of season two? Well, I mean that and that that those last few episodes, man. To me, they're just incredible. Uh, and again, we're only talking like twelve episodes compared to the first season, which is like more twenty-four <laughs> or twenty-six episodes. Mm -hmm. But I now. think the you know the second season, I just love how Tangan and you know you kind of get the idea that one of them has been stabbed in the heart. You know, the other was the Nitz who's like you know on t clearly on fire, and then ta ta oh yeah. Tanjiro, like, he can't even move his hands, his fingers are broken, and you're like, mm -hmm. dude, like, how are they gonna, like, get out of this? Like, I just mm -hmm. couldn't, like, and then, you know, um, you're led to believe Tengen's dead, and then he's already lost an arm, and then somehow he comes back even more stronger than he was before. Freaking crazy, dude. And then he starts yeah. actually using his, like, sound abilities, so, like, he's like, oh, I'm actually able to, like, replicate or like, have an understanding of your demon art, and so that was, to me, like, really, really cool, and it's still amazing to see. You just reminded me indirectly about Inosuke decapitating her with his, like, sawing of the two swords. Yeah. Like, I, I forgot I was, like, up, up, standing up by that point, like, cheering him on because, like, it was one of those <laughs> moments, too, like, you know, you didn't think he was going to be capable of, mm -hmm. like, decapitating her. And, you know, she was already so tough to begin with and her defenses were so great. And I mm -hmm. do now that I, I forget what you were just talking about right now, too, just, I guess, everybody fighting at that same time. But, yeah, the moment where he, like, sits there and with his two blades, puts her around her neck, and she's like, yep, you're not getting through. And then he's just like... <laughs> you know sawing away yeah. so freaking do it that was awesome yeah i forgot about that too so, so i'm not gonna ask you guys to like rank every pillar but in your <laughs> opinion from what you've seen like who do you think it's the strongest one because for sure for me like the Man. one that i know officially goes down as the strongest one like kind of surprised me and if i'm being honest even after i saw him actually in action or you know i read the panels where he's fighting like i was not impressed by him but maybe once they animate it it'll make me believe more why he's the number one but who well, you guys well, think well, i've been told so so like I, I was already told uh by, by jose like who who supposedly is the strongest so, so, in the so, so don't spoil it for people listening ramon who do you think's the number one strongest um if you had to like guess i don't know if you've okay no i mean i don't i just i guess from the people that we met they haven't given you too too much and i don't want to guess guess but um but they're all powerful they're also yeah. strong well, yeah, um, they're who, who's the one uh, i think it's uh sanemi the, the one that like tries to beat up tanjiro in the very beginning or like not oh, in the very beginning oh god but, like, I, I, like i think stabs the the box yeah, yeah, and like, he, he was annoying where I would hope it's not him, but other than that, I, it's hard yeah. to guess, man. It's, like, just without really knowing anything. Um, yeah. yeah, the one that good. I kind of had high expectations for was the one that looks like he works at Foot Locker, the one with the oh, snake. <laughs> the snake. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of had high expectations for him. <laughs> that, 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 that doesn't mean he's not the number one, because I just said that number one kind of surprised me, and I did not was not like immediately like oh okay this is why you're number one but i thought he was to me like somebody that i'm like oh maybe he has some kind of like ability especially because he gives me those orishimaru vibes and you oh, know yeah. me like i love orishimaru <laughs> um 
And he even comes at the end of the season two to tell them like what a crappy job they did, even though they just oh, killed yeah. the upper six moon. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he does the, the backhander compliments. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I remember Tangen Tangen like steps up and he says something about Tanjiro, how he has like all this potential and stuff like that. So I, I like that because that carries on the whole idea that Tanjiro can, you know, he could take that word back and be like, hey, you know, this kid's actually promising. Like yeah. Hey, no, yeah, yeah, and the the, the thing that uh, that that I really, really w- liked and, and kind of was interested in is is his progression through through that second season uh, of of kind of getting to the the getting from his like normal the, the water breathing stuff and then and kind of starting to incorporate some of the the fire and the the sun the the sun breathing or whatever they call it. Um, yeah. Like that part of it, and, and kind of combining it together, and and kind of balancing it out to to make it work for him. This is where I hate you, Carlos, because I'm like you already know what's that all about. But yeah, that's probably one of the most intriguing parts for me. It's still seeing like um, the whole thing about like you know who does the sun dance, like where like the whole history behind the sun sun breathing and all that stuff. Like I I, I just want to know. Earrings. Yeah, I think, it, I think this yeah. next season, man, they're actually those things are gonna be revealed for you guys. So you guys aren't gonna have to like wait till like the show someone's over to like find out. Awesome. So I'm very, yeah. I'm very, and then some of the character, one character that was introduced like early on in the first season, it's gonna make a comeback. So you'll get to know a little bit more about him. Um, I, how do you guys feel about the butterfly girl? Like, I don't normally like to chip characters. Cool. Yeah, I don't like to like normally say like, oh, they'll two make a great couple, but like I do think her and Tanjiro could be like great together. I know right now she's a little bit dead inside or at least doesn't show any emotions. Um, but 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 he can fix her. The, the, the coin fi- one? Yeah, um, yeah. It's talking about yeah, you're talking about the, the the not the apprentice, the apprentice girl. The right? apprentice one, yeah. 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 The one with the coin. Yeah, because yeah. remember at the at the end of uh, Tanjiro leaving her, like he flips the coin for her, and he's like, "If it's heads, what did he say? If if it's heads, I think you have free will, and you don't have to like keep flipping a coin. And basically, if it was tails, like he was gonna keep flipping the coin. I just remember something about that because he was basically got her into the mindset that you don't have to depend on the coin to make your decisions, mm-hmm. and uh, that was pretty cool. I don't know how I'm not remembering this two face <laughs> uh, well, well, characteristics. <laughs> <of her. laughs> At least he had a tails, a heads and a tails. It wasn't you know the two heads, which Head, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, before we leave on, like, do, would you guys like to take a stab at doing like a First form, blah, like fire, something like I don't know if any of you guys have that in you. <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just like saying if you guys could do like concentration, first form. It's like, you know, the whole ordeal yeah, that they have to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can I, mean, no, I can't, can't recite any of that stuff right now. I, I, yeah. I know, Ramon, you were very disappointed when I told you that whenever uh, Tanjiro. You know, oh his my water, goodness! His, yes. wa- his water moves. There's actually like no water actually being yeah. done. There's no fire actually done. Like it's all fake. It's only for us to like enjoy the oh, imagination. No, in the show. Wait, what? In the so, show. So <laughs> let me let me break it down in a way where like I hated it, right? So you know how we were spoiled by like Avatar the uh, Airbender, like the last Airbender, and how they all actually manipulate the 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 freaking elements and everything like that. Well, right. Carlos broke it to me that with their sword moves and stuff, they're not doing anything with the elements. That all the water, all the fire is just there for visually. Us. It's visually, visually for, for us. For us, the studios is making it for us so we can have like fun with it. But, but there's no fire, no water. No, no, they're not summoning water. They're not summoning no, fire. No sound. No, no lightning. Apparently no, not. Really not. Yeah. Yeah, so that, just... that, that that makes sense. It's it's kind of <laughs> no, like, it doesn't. I don't sense, like it. And I, I wouldn't. I want to believe it otherwise. Like no, nah. <laughs> like nobody's getting wet after Tanjiro like hits him with a balloon. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> good, that, good. that you know of. That you know of. <laughs> <laughs> we can't see all the we can't see all the viewers at home while this is uh, playing. So I guess you're right. 
So, so if somebody wants to explain to me how Tanjiro actually summons water during his like second second form, um, just you know tweet at me and you know you can tell me the full details and I'll read all about it. Yeah, but you, but you know what? When you said that, it totally made sense. It was just so heartbreaking. Like not you know Naruto, you have a chakra that manifests into like you know things, mm-hmm. and then you know obviously Avatar: The Last Airbender was that that was obviously all the elements and stuff. But yeah, you're right. Like thinking about it, there there's nothing that says hey you have elemental powers in one way or another that you learn to how to wield the sword and the next thing you know you're like freaking you know flame slashing like i think the only disappointing thing on, it, it's like the blood art the demon blood art. i think that is happening like nesuko putting things on fire like that's actually real i mean <laughs> or, yeah or, or, yeah they, they, they react to it yeah yeah, but nobody's I mean, reacting to, to Tanjiro summoning a wave of water and a dragon, and you know nobody being no blinded by all the light when freaking Rengoku slashing his sword. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> Damn it, Carlos, <laughs> ruined it for us. No. Bro, I was thinking, thinking about that tiger. It's like, was that tiger really not there? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it makes sense. Yeah, no. see, okay, Standis. Well, what, well, a guys, what a bummer! What a bummer! Well, guys, thank you for being up with me on this late night edition of uh, Demon Slayer review that we just did. You know, I'm after very dark. after dark <laughs> adult swim. Uh, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very excited for the new season to start in April, and I hope when the new season does, you know, come up, we can do an episode by episode review of it. Because, or if not, you know, we can we can work it out. But I do, I do think there's going to be a lot for us to say. So again, it's been great with you guys. Um, any final thoughts? No nah, man. Demon Slayer is awesome. I, I completely agree. That's one of the I'm gonna say something controversial. It's one of the new big three. Okay. <laughs> I agree with you. It's but like yeah, like, but, yeah, it's hard to compete against Demon Slayer. As much as like I'm it. loving my hero academia, it never brings yeah. me like as much excitement as like the idea of like Demon Slayer coming back, you know. And then my hero academia has been doing amazing things like on every episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I right. well, love it. Go watch it. All right, guys. Well, this has been us. Have a good night, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Adios. Peace.